Yeah. What's your boy, man? You know, and so every time I do that, I know, right? Every time I do that, I know. I just remember I saw a tweet once and somebody said, I just hate to hear people inhale smoke. And I just be like, to me, this does sound like a cool way of starting my podcast. But what if there are people who who are really actually annoyed by hearing people inhale smoke? That's crazy. Because I mean, these slightest things, like different things could annoy people. So I feel like I was on my but I was like, cha. <laughs> Anyway, what's up guys? What is up? What is up? We are here random Monday nights. Y'all know some shit that's going on in my country or something that's shut down or something. That's why it's ended doing a podcast because I used to be working. But anyway, welcome to episode 23 of my podcast, Diary of a Stoned Asthmatic. If you're joining me for the first time, my name is Christina with a C-H and not a K. If you are a second time, third time, sixth time, ninth time, 20 time listener, whether it was back to back, whether it was throughout the time that it took me to post these podcasts, I want to say what's up. Uh, what's up to all the people who have me, like, have notifications on my thing, on my um whatever platform you listen to. Because that should be dope as fuck. I see that. Like, I see when I just published the... um podcast and I already have listeners you know I always I I that's that's not free milk but it is um it's made me feel good every time so shout out to you guys as well uh, a couple other shout outs I have before I get way into today today's actually one might not be that long two I needed to do a podcast I know I needed to do an episode but when I sent out to plan the episode today it's so frustrating I sent out to plan episode today and I was like all these things I kept telling myself, you can talk about, you can talk about, you can talk about. And then I sat down, I literally only had like five points. And I was so upset. I was like, I probably talking hard because it's, 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 it's what? It's 12.30 in the morning. Y'all know my times. But anyway, I was like, because then you had so much shit to talk about. And then like some of it is <laughs> seem irrelevant. I was like, one of the notes I had was um, talk about all my curry job hard work. So I, <laughs> so I cook a curry, right? I cook a good fucking curry, eh? I cook a good curry. I come home. I cook this curry. This curry good coconut milk. I love to cook a curry. I just put my heart and soul in cooking a curry. I tell you. So I cut this curry now called black carrot. <laughs> the thing is, right, this is what hurt me. I cut this curry. I cut this curry home to take at work. So I ain't even eat much of it for dinner. I cook it to take at work and buy roti skins and eat a roti at work. Call black gonna work the next day. Work busy busy i said i so excited i got curry for lunch you can't i put the curry in the microwave to warm up because it was busy i get a bare second to eat you can't cobble <laughs> i take fucking curry in the microwave right out right i take curry in the microwave and i put it from the side near the microwave door to sit down and eat you know when i sit down i finally get everything excited scant hungry scant to eat this fucking curry you know i sit down to eat this curry and i think i ran in microwave for something i was warming up something i think the, the roti skin that i have bought you know probably in microwave door hit the curry and the whole thing dropped <laughs> you know i didn't even get to fucking lick <laughs> the fucking curry you know my whole <laughs> curry drop all right look so I had I wrote that I was gonna talk about that in the part in the 
on this on the episode because the perspective that I have with that no, I've come a really long way. That showed me that I came a really a really long way because before I would get cruel skin. And people at work know that. It's to the point where I got certain people at work that just watch me when I don't eat because sometimes I just get cruel skin. I just get upset, very upset. Cause I just remember too that I try to give both versions like a English dub version to the Beijing Creole that I'm speaking most of the time. But call blah, I tell myself I, I wasn't cruel. I wasn't upset. Most of the time I would get upset. I wasn't upset. I just clean it up because curry the stain. I hate that about curry. Curry the stain. So I just clean it up. And the thing about me, I had something else to eat at work because I eat a lot. I try to eat four small meals a day. So I carry to work a lot of things. And then I still have food at work that I could cook, right? So the point of all of that is, is that I had that to talk about in the episode because I wanted to talk about the two perspectives I had on it dropping. It's easy sometimes we get caught up in this everything happens for a reason right and I know I'm that type of person so this might sound very shocking coming from me sometimes but sometimes we don't need to get caught up in everything happens for a reason and sometimes I think we use it as a in a very toxic positive way to cope with certain things right first of all three things one it was very okay to me to actually be upset about curry the issue that I had before is that I used to get way too upset about things so I would actually fuck up that whole microwave I would have fuck up the chair I would have fuck up everything in my workplace because I used to get that upset so but being upset or disappointed that my curry drop is not a problem telling myself that my curry drop for a reason which I started to do that's the thing that's why I wanted to talk about this on the episode but right so I brought this up because I was gonna brush over it thinking that it wasn't important right but now we get into it and this is why this is how I wanted to talk about it on the episode anyway which is the whole point like today right and we can get into why I was gonna how I get to doing the episode tonight but tonight I was like Christine you got five points you don't even really feel like talking like nothing clearly is going on in your life but I was like no, you know you're going to start this episode and then you're going to just start fucking talking. So anyway, keeping back the thought in terms of the curry. So I started to think that the curry dropped for a reason, right? So I was like, maybe they had a bad piece of chicken or maybe I wasn't supposed to eat the curry at that time. Maybe something was wrong with something. You know what I mean? Even the, one of the women at work was saying that she was like, you know, maybe the curry dropped for a reason. You just don't know because everything's happening for a reason. And I think we fall into that as a coping mechanism because we sometimes don't like to feel bad or feel sad or feel angry or feel like it's wrong to feel that way which ah nice a topic flow wasn't on my um list today but i'll bring this up because it ties into this topic so wrapping up the curry story after that so the second thing is the whole everything happens for a reason so my curry probably dropped for a reason but the third thing which i landed on was no i just probably one could have taken my time and two the curry just dropped because the door hit it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason, there's no deep concept behind it. The curry just fucking dropped. And I've been trying to balance that. And I think that that's the outlook that scientists have sometimes in terms of when people try to be spiritual. So I'm not saying that everything, that certain things don't happen for a reason. And everything does happen for a reason. That's the thing. That's the thing about it. Everything happens for a reason. But sometimes the reason is just that every action has equal and opposite well, every action has a consequence. Yes, I think there's a saying that says every action has equal and opposite reaction, which is the same thing in the sense that every action has a reaction or has a consequence. So obviously the sequence of actions that I did that led up to my curry dropping were just that. It was just a sequence of actions that led to the fucking curry dropping, you know what I mean? So I've really been trying to balance that in my life now because I think I was, like I said, I think I've exhumed some form of 
toxic positivity for my life because oh this this by the way this episode doesn't really have a um leading title because I wasn't sure why I was gonna label it but you know sometimes some shit <laughs> something does pop up mid episode and it's be like okay cool so but anyway right in terms of um being over right when I talk about toxic positivity and and myself being very I lost my train of thought actually and trying to get it back. But in terms of just myself and right, I'm trying to balance right. Because I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And I have been guilty of being that type of person to be like, well, you know, don't stress it that hard or try to see the silver lining or try to see that in the future, you know, this has a reason. And life very much is that, right? So again, I don't want to take away from that. But it really still is heavily that sometimes things just happen because they happen. And I think we need, it's very important to kind of try to keep that yin and yang balance with it. Because I do think that you can, everything that happens, it's all right. So as it relates to people in your life and situations in your life like that, like, I know some people say, like, for example, if something happened between you and somebody, they would say everything happened for a reason. That person, that person probably wasn't supposed to be in your life. Right, so I'm talking to more like very um, inanimate, inanimate is the word, inanimate objects or solid objects. But I'm talking to very more physical things that occur, so you don't find yourself looking for signs even in the smallest of things because I do believe that can drive you crazy. As a person that has that, technically, I still live like that, so I'm moving away from um being so looking for a sign in every little thing like every little thing I would find as a sign and it was kind of like driving me insane because then I would get confused because there were too many signs you know so then that's why I realized I had to take a step back and realize like not everything is that serious so I love that growth for myself and the mix that I was talking about in a topic that came up before in terms of it being fair for you to feel bad about certain things so Currently, right? There's another reason why I had to do the episode. Currently, Barbados, we were, the, I think the last episode I did was mid, it's mid-April now? It's mid-April now? Yeah, I think I did an episode mid-March. Yeah, because I, I, it was close to being a month that I realized I did episode 22. So, since the last time I taught, I was definitely back up to where I think I just had an off day and Barbados was opening back up. The country was opening back up, you know, the COVID cases had gone back down and we had just come out of a whole quarantine for February, right? So I was working that entire time for March. I almost dead at work, by the way, but we can talk about that after I bring up this topic and mesh these two things. Me dying at work is the next thing I'm going to talk about. Almost dying at work, sorry. Knock that out because I'm not going to die at work. I ain't even going to fuck. I ain't going to know what in here, by. Ready? Oh. Knock it twice just in case. So, um... What am I saying? Barbados was coming out of a lockdown and I think within the past two weeks, because it's so bad that I have a platform that I could talk about these things, but it's even worse that I don't pay attention to these things. I do not pay attention to these things. So there was a recent eruption of the La Soufrière. I think that's how you pronounce it, volcano in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And Barbados is experiencing and don't let me just hop on to Barbados. So I'll talk about Barbados and then I'll get back into the Simbis and the Grenadines. Barbados is experiencing um, ash from the volcano blowing into our atmosphere. 
this the last time this happened to Barbados apparently was in 1979 so this is very new for a lot of us especially people of this generation I've never seen anything like this in my life I have never it come like snow dog that's a god honest truth it come like motherfucking snow like it's so thick and the thing is is like it's falling consistently and it, you can't even really see it falling heavily like it's not something you can look outside and like pouring like rain there's just like a significant mist in the air for the entire of monday it was some doomsday shit dog i'm telling you like the sky was so fucking dark at in the middle of the day the sky was so fucking dark and i've never experienced anything like that like it was so strange and then like i was inside but like today i had to go by i had to go by papers because the country shut down right which is how i'm able to do the episode tonight i should have really done it last night because technically i had to work tomorrow but they sent a message out saying that it's closed tomorrow and i was like christina no you have no fucking excuse because i should have done the podcast last night saying that i had today off essentially got up and clean today chill out today anyway long story short so barbados is experiencing that very new for barbados it's thick it's annoying um but i can't even imagine if if this is just the, the blow off or in a way the aftermath of what is coming from the volcano and we're like 15 minutes away at least from St. Vincent I cannot even begin begin to imagine what the islanders of St. Vincent and the Grenadines are going through and I want to use this episode right now to send my hearts and my thoughts all the way out to them they are accepting donations there are many many platforms and donations that if you are interested in you can um, find the contact information there and donate if you want to like I said which right so there was a huge argument on Twitter now, again, so prayers out to St. Vincent for sure, and I really hope that any friends like um, L'Oreal and Joanne and Clydonna, friends like that, um, Neri, well, Neri's here, um, just many other friends I had from St. Vincent, I don't even want to rattle off everybody's name now, that we met at school in Trinidad. I just, uh, really, I'm going to keep you guys in my prayers, because like I said, if Barbados is experiencing this, and it's basically like a blow-off, I can't imagine what you guys are going through. Right. And I'm I'm really grateful. Right. So before I say I'm really grateful for where I'm at, you know, I'm just I'm safe. I have asthma. So I'm just really grateful that my asthma hasn't kicked up through all of this. But I wanted to say so this is how it ties in with the toxic positivity comments. So there was an argument on Twitter, I think yesterday or the day before. Sometime recently. I try to keep my things re- I I try to keep it recent. So again, but so <laughs> before we get to the argument on Twitter I didn't know initially that it was a volcanic eruption that was happening when all the, the mist and dust started to come. I thought it was just really overcast. And it's only like, because my phone does be off. Like, I don't mind my phone, dog. I don't mind my fucking phone. I'm telling you, I do not mind it. I just, got, I just be doing other things. So it's only when I get to work during the day and people was talking about it. I was like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. Because you couldn't see the sun. Anyway, so there was an argument that sparked on Twitter between Barbados and St. Vincent recently because essentially people were just talking about how, you know, Barbados and Bajans were feeling, Bahans, <laughs> were feeling about, you know, our situation. You know, so some people were saying that it is fair for you to still be annoyed by the dust and annoyed by your situation, even though some people have it worse, such as St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Now, I totally understand that with this context. I think that very, 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 very specific to this context of the volcanic eruption and what each island is going through, 
I do think that St. Vincent has it worse. And I do think that Bayesians should be grateful for the fact that all we are dealing with is motherfucking dust. Listen, I was watching some of those videos, right? And I saw the like, um, the vulc, I don't know what you call it, the lava. I think you would call it lava or the molten rock. Cause I do think you address it differently as it has progressed from eruption. So I just saw like the molten rock and the lava. This shit is, I, I, when I'm looking at it, I'm like, this shit has to be so fucking hot. It's literally on fire as it's continuing moving, dog. This shit is moving and still on fire. Like, do you know how hot this motherfucker has to be to still be on fire consistently while moving, dog? Number one, I watch videos of this shit take over houses and cars, dog. Flatten just like that, eat it up. And I'm like, people literally have to watch their life be stripped away in front of them and there's nothing you can like like for example if it's some water maybe you could build a wall not when i'm gonna say some water don't mean like a fucking tsunami i mean like if you got flooding or something you know it's something that you could clean up they know coming back from a volcanic eruption down they know there's there's literally nothing left like you don't even have the dirt that your shit was built on down like that shit is underneath nothing but volcano dog and i cannot imagine that i can't imagine that i'm being so helpless dog that's why i really could just only pray for these people and try to donate from the different um available avenues that i could you know so the arguments part because people felt as though it was just a, a saying in terms of visions should be grateful because we don't have it that bad. And certain visions were saying because not all everybody has different perspectives no matter if you're from the same island or not right so certain Bajans were saying, you know, yes, we understand that you guys are going through something worse, but it's still fair for us as Bajans. This is still not very normal to us, right? It's still so fucking strange. The little Sahara dust has got me fucked up and we don't even see it in the air. You understand? This is so new and so strange to Barbados, right? It was people are saying that it's still fair for Bajans to feel like they, to, to be frustrated with the circumstance, Right? My final thing on that was, I do believe that you should not tell somebody that just because somebody has it worse in their situation, that they cannot feel bad. And that's something that I had to teach myself. Because I used to tell myself that, I was like, Christina, but you know somebody always got it worse. And I always used to, you know, you take it probably all the way down to homeless people. You know, if you're hungry or if you got something you don't want to eat or whatever, you just be like, but she's on bread. I got people out there that ain't even got food. You know what I mean? I got people out there that don't even got bed. Now, while I think it's very good to remind yourself of that because I do believe it keeps you humble and it keeps you grateful for the things that you have, I do believe that it's okay still for you to feel uncomfortable or to feel certain ways about your current situation. Because when I started to realize that, I always told myself, well, you know, if it is that people are saying, you shouldn't feel bad because somebody has it worse, then, and I think this was a quote that I saw and it completely changed my life, then it said, you shouldn't feel good because somebody always has it better. And I'm a person that likes to really move, try my hardest to move on principle, and that is essentially the principle of the statement that you're saying, right? You can't just stop there. If it is that I can't feel bad because somebody has it worse, then in, in the same breath, I can't feel good because somebody has it better. So I can't feel good about the little $200 apartment that I move into. 
I didn't want to stop there because it was late. She's on record saying to the people how much is pay rent. And I made that statement about how I spoke a lot about my personal life on the podcast. And I know that probably sounded redundant because it's a personal podcast. But it just meant like to specific details about where I live, where I work, to, like you know, things like that. I do believe that you have to be careful doing certain things like that to that extent, saying certain things like that as you grow, right? It's just it just comes to it, right? You just gotta be careful. That's just how it's, it's viewed. It's how it's viewed social media holistically too, though. So I think it's very specific to me. But yeah, what were we talking about? Um, right. So I can't figure out about my little apartment here that I got because I got somebody out there that got a fucking four hundred dollar apartment and doing better than me. You understand? I can still feel great about what I do, even though somebody's doing better or or has it better. So I can still feel bad about something that occurred to me or something that I'm going through, even though. People may have it worse. But specific to this context of the volcanic eruption right now, currently, as is um, happening, that has caused the shutdown on Barbados, which is why I could do my podcast, because they don't have work tomorrow. Because there's so much fucking dust in the air. Like, you can't even... You can't doubt how many cars drive past. It's just even worse. But anyway, so yeah. That's what's been happening in Barbados. That's the quick update catch-up to that. Moving on to lockdowns, I think it's like three days. That's the thing, right? Go up in the country, open up. Country, open the fuck up. And you can't go nowhere, you can't do nothing. Because I think curfew dead like three days in the week. Still got curfew on the weekends. The beach open up now all day from seven eight, from 5 a.m. to 7 p.m., I think. Like, you know what I mean? A little outside happening and you can't go outside, go up The beaches look stink. It can take a time for these beaches to recover. I know that at least a week. At least a week. I didn't even know about that. I just, I just guessing. But anyway, moving along smartly as we do our quick catch up because I don't think I have to be here for a whole hour tonight by the say so. And then I be disappearing and realize I got fifty three fucking minutes on the um on the phone. So how I almost did at work, boy. I was at, I was at the drive through window. And again, this is not to implicate my workplace. This was actually my fault. And I'm not saying that because my, like, my, I don't, like, if it, if it was a situation at workplace, I'd have come in and say, oh, say so quick. It's an hour to me at work, oh, blah, I can't say so quick, quick, <laughs> quick. But nah, um, essentially, what happened was, I was like, drive through in the right, and we have, like, a, a detachable piece of gate that you put up to lock the drive through window, right? You put you put that up into the drive through window, you slide it through, you put a lock on it, and it locks the entire drive through window, right? So that is usually kept beneath the ledge by the drive through window. And most of the time, sometimes, if you barely touch it because it's leaning, it usually falls, right? I don't know how, like, because you'd be, there's so much activity happening there, if you slightly motherfucking touch this bitch, it will fall. And when it falls and hit the ground flat, it sounds like a fucking gunshot. So sorry, right? So that's just to show you how heavy this fucking thing is, right? Sorry about that. Just hit the little table. Anyway, call black. I got work now. <laughs> Same happened in the drive thru, and me and a girl was laughing. Something happened, I had me, and she dying. Call black, we dying at the drive thru. So we bend down so the people at the drive thru and see me laughing, right? And I had a credit card machine in my hand. So it's a, it's a portable credit card machine, right? So I had it in my hand. And when me and her, we were like, dying laughing, the credit card machine dropped on my hand. So I was like, oh, fuck. So I bend on out to pick up the credit card machine called Blend. I don't know when, how, where I touched this stupid gate. 
when this thing hit my head, you can't. This thing fall over and hit my head, you can't. When this thing hit my head, I hold my, look, this pain hit me instantly, you can't. This thing hit me so fucking hard, this thing hit me instantly. I hold in my head, look, this thing make me rock, you can't. I start laughing one time, I start laughing one time. I start rocking so called bland and this alright, I could only call she a jackass now cause we laughing at it, right? But so the jackass in front of me still laughing now cause she think I laughing with her. She think that I still laughing with her. Call bland when I move my hand and the moment I see the blood put my head, you can't call bland. She start laughing too. She start laughing quick, call bland. <laughs> Look. When I see blood from my face, you can't you know, so what? <laughs> so what? Look, I get from grown quick so look. I get so cobbling. I said, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, you know what's so stupid? You know what's so stupid about this? When I feel the lash, I feel where it hit me, right? And one of my first thoughts was my fucking eyebrows. I will have y'all know I fleek my eyebrows for work every single day. I'm not a big makeup person. I don't even do my edges. But you see my eyebrows? My eyebrows are fleeked. Capital letters, italics, fleeked, bitch. I fleek these bitches for work. Every day, I'm telling you, telling you, I, I like it just how it goes, you understand? So I tell myself, call blend on my eyebrows, fuck her. <laughs> I said, my eyebrows, fuck her, I'm so cruel. I go in the bathroom now, I wash off the blood and thing, you know, I put sand on it. Listen, when I tell you I got, I don't like, I don't always like to say guardian angels, right? But when I tell you I got something watching over me, I got something watching over me. That gate hit me so hard in my head. And I swear that my head would bust open. When I finally moved it, the blood and everything, I had a cut as very thin. I think it was deep, but it was thin. It broke my skin. When I, when I, I was like, blind, I had it hit me so hard that it broke my skin. You can't. It just hit me. This just hit me. You know? I ain't move nothing. This just hit me and my skin was broken, dog. It bust open my eye. Anyway, so if you had to measure like from the tip of your pinky down to like the first line, like the first line on your pinky, not all the way down to like where it meets your hand and everything, but that first line, the cut was probably that long. That would tell you, the cut was probably that long. It wasn't even like a long, long cut. It had to be deep because it was, it kept bleeding. And I think because my blood was rushing, is why, um, is why it was bleeding like that. But when I see this cut and I see that it wasn't so bad, and when I see that this cut, like, like it's so strange. This cut literally get me on the edge underneath my eyebrow like it almost went in the shape of my eyebrow i fuck you not like it was right underneath my eyebrow and i was like what the fuck like to the point where i could keep my eyebrows for though like i had to wash off my eyebrows now and then i keep <laughs> i have i put a little plastic on it and let me tell you and i like it's still kind of this happened like this happened almost two three weeks ago by the way yeah this happened almost two three weeks ago and i still feel a little bump i still got a little pain if i rub it hard but it, he looked real good and thing and I good. Um, it was a little scary at first because like the thing about um head injuries like that, right? Is like even though you might get cut and thing, use head injuries sometimes don't take shit till the next day. So between me and y'all, it was kind of scary to go to sleep because that same day, the same jackass I was laughing with, tell me how she know a girl that she went and get her hair done, right? She went and get her hair pressed, and she get wet walking home, the rain fall, right? So she went get her hair straightened and pressed and then the rain fall and her hair got wet walking home. Call blind, the woman went sleep that night. She dried her hair and everything. The woman went sleep that night and wake up like three weeks later in a coma door. 
Don't do me this, roosters. Don't do me this. I tell myself when I don't start till 2 o'clock. I can wrap up kind of soon because I actually got that much to talk about. But yeah, the one more way I cut three weeks later in a coma, though. You understand? So I tell myself... I tell myself, Coblin, I could I could drop sleep tonight and wake up like on some Captain America shit fucking hundred years later. <laughs> I was a little scared for you, but um I glad it healed good and thing though. It truly healed good and thing when I feel good about that. Um really blessed and grateful, thankful that nothing serious, serious, serious happened to me, you know what I mean? Um and I'm here. I'm here. I had that to tell y'all so long, but then again, I sit on this like that really important. Like I, when I sit on, I look at the curry. I was like, Chris, you really gonna sit on top of curry? Nobody ain't nobody ain't coming to listen to see you sitting on top of curry tea. Anyway, so let me see what else I got on this list here because this rooster will actually start to upset me. That God honest truth. That's the God honest truth. Right, we I don't never get to my shout outs, you know. I don't never get to my shout outs. So let me pause here now and do my shout outs real quick. Just a couple of people that have been on my mind, couple of people that I interact with recently. Um I want to shout out Enrique. Uh, again, because I know this song kind of morbid, but I just really do my podcast because you never know when it's your time to depart from this earth. And I do believe that if that happened, um, people will go back and listen and they will want the people that I interacted with to hear me really show them out on the podcast. So I just really try to bigger everybody as soon as it crossed my mind and stuff like that. So I want really bigger Enrique, man. Uh, I just watch this not all the time, but oh, Enrique, because I, I bigger the other people that I knew, some of the people that I knew from Trinidad already, but... Um, Enrique crossed my mind recently and I just want to beg you up dog like I really just appreciate you keep keep striving keep working hard keep hustling dog these roosters ain't go off again and I hope you stay good I want to beg up Ridge Ridge is my um my tattoo artist my tattoo my friend Ridge is my friend I really want to beg him up man uh, Life for Ink 246 that's who does all of my ink like I said before I got like 21 tattoos he's done like 17 though because I got some in Trinidad and then I got two so before I got one in Trinidad, making it sound like it's more than fucking one. I got one tattoo in Trinidad, and then I had some other. I had like two or three more before I met Ridge. But I just want to show that Ridge, friend, tattoo artist, lifelong friend for true. I think like a, a soulmate too, but more like a you know like them kind of friendship soulmates. That was a vibe too. Uh, I want to big up Rene. Rene is a friend of mine that we met in the Miss Universe Barbados pageant in 2016. And we just kind of rocked it up from there, man. So it was kind of spontaneous, but we really, we really, I believe we met in a different lifetime, man. And she's another soulmate for true. I had her um, saved as Renee Soli in one of my other phones, too, anyway. So I want to beg you, Renee, show you out. You keep hustling, too, Dan. For true, for true, for true. Um, lastly, okay, yeah. We ain't got too much to talk about. We wrap it up just now. Lastly, um, I want to big up Father Phyllis, man. Cold boxy look, brawling, calling, lying to just nearly falling. Listen, Father Phil, one, Father Phil. So, I was excited to say this. So, I don't know Philip. That's his name, Philip. I don't know him, know him like as a person, but Philip and I went to school together and if you fussy, uh, <laughs> the point is, um, I just, Philip has always been a genuine type of guy to me. Like I'm speaking on the experience that him and I have had. He's always been a genuine type of guy to me, a fun loving, energetic type of guy. And I'm just, I wanted to big him up because I love to see Barbados doing well. And you know, he's just been doing his thing and it went viral. You know, this is time where everything is going viral. So I just want to big up Philip, man. Um, but his name, he goes by Father Phil. Father Phyllis. I keep hitting this chair. I'm sorry. He goes by the name Father Phyllis. And I just want to shout him out because that's one o'clock. Because his song, I see Rihanna is singing my song. 
Rihanna the singing my song for Instagram. This song unite nations across the Caribbean. <laughs> you understand what I mean? It, it do work. I guess he didn't even expect it to do. I love to see growth too. Um, I wish I had the names of the producers as well. I think Seth Pierce was one of them, but I think there are also more. So I probably think the next episode I will come on here and really give everybody their due diligence and their flowers and their jacket because a lot of work is going into things like that, into productions like that, and I want to make sure that everybody get their flowers. But good job to everybody on the song, to the continuous production that's been happening, man. Big ups to all of them because, again, I love to see my people doing well. And when my people doing well, I can big them up. Yeah? Yeah. Who's next? Go, go, go. What else I got here, boy? Oh, yeah. I got here, boy. The changing job. I didn't podcast, boy. <laughs> that just goes to show. Well, yeah, kind of how long I didn't do the podcast, but, like, <laughs> I truly don't know how I feel, man. Um, when, I, when I first started to see, because the thing is, right, if you really, really have been watching the Joe Biden podcast, and I had to sit down with myself and realize this. If you've really been watching the Joe Biden podcast, you would you would know in a way that this was kind of coming. This was not surprising. It was surprising that it happened, but it wasn't surprising that it happened. That makes sense. Um, because like you you could have seen the tension. I just spoke about it. So for me, uh, and again, I can kind of try to summarize this too because I don't know how much of my listeners actually listen to the Joe Biden. I I so sorry. I don't know how much of my listeners actually listen to. The Joe Biden podcast, but um, to the few that do, dog, I don't know. I don't know how I feel, but like I said, you could have you could have felt the tension, man. You could have felt the tension for a very long time. Some of the comments, um, and I, some of the comments that were being thrown, you know, just holistically in the air from every side, from Joe, because Joe's an asshole, and I was gonna get into that about how I really started this podcast with Joe Biden. You know, <clears throat> I think I saw something that. As usual, some it was a, something on Twitter that was taken from something he said or something. And I started the podcast from that. And then I went back and I watched from... Because I don't think it was episode one. I will not tell you that I watched episode one. and Because I don't think when they started the podcast, they started on YouTube. So it started from when they started on YouTube. That's when I started the podcast. And I I realized this is a cool fucking nigga. <laughs> I felt with joy. I just felt with the whole podcast. I felt with the vibe. And since the change, I will say, I have continued to keep watching because, like I said, I fought with Joe. I used to fight with Mal too. I really actually didn't like Rory. Rory used to piss me off a lot, a lot. Rory used to piss me off a lot. But I will say, Mal too. Mal, too. Mal used to piss me off too. Even Joe used to piss me off too sometimes. Like, when he used to come in very hype, I can't always deal with that energy. Um, Loki Parks was always one of my favorite people and I saw a tweet about that too, but genuinely Parks has always been one of my favorite people on the podcast. Savon too, but um Parks really man, just from Parks is actually very important to that podcast. Uh, just a lot of his takes, just I could kind you don't know because they just feel like they just every time you don't know them from the podcast, but you get to know them in a way. And just some of Parks' opinions, I really I really respect him as a human being, you know, what he does and how he does it. So long story short, there's been a change in the Joe Biden podcast. Um, if you don't know, Maul and Rory left the podcast. And it really it really changed the dynamic. I think it's Ish and I can't remember who's the, I and I should probably should. I can't remember who the other guy's name is right now, but um he brought Joe brought on two other people and it's been okay. This they've had funny moments, I will not lie. 
the dynamic has most definitely changed. But other than that, it's just been cool. Um, yeah, ain't nothing too serious tonight, man. That's the truth. That's why I'm not going to run it to all the way to a fucking hour. It's just to let you guys know that I'm still here. Uh, I, I let you guys know that I think about you and content all the time. And I just, I need to have like a portable book. Because sometimes I don't like putting it in my phone, even though I probably should, I probably could. Like, a phone is probably the best thing. But it's just, and I started to, I tried building the habit of writing down um, certain ideas or opinions that I want to talk about as soon as they come to me. But then I just feel like the essence of it is gone when I come back to it. Like, I look at it and I'm like, but that's really actually not that important. Or, like, I would lose the train of thought that I had on the topic. So, sometimes I might just write down the topic and then I forget the train of thought that I had on the topic. So, I just got to write down, like, little notes. Hey, if y'all had to see my podcast notes, y'all probably think I'm schizophrenic. So, <laughs> I just got, um made notes to myself to just make because y'all from the episodes y'all know how my mind goes so to try writing that down when i'm hopping from thought to thought is very difficult and then it just causes me to lose content altogether but we're here man barbados in this state of ash man but it's okay it's okay man we've been cooling you know what i mean we've been cooling out um kind of wanted to talk about <laughs> The dirt that's been happening on the low with me, man. Let me see how much time we have, because y'all know I don't want to go to hour, you know. Shit. What time is it? All right, we got 37 minutes. I can give y'all a quick inch on what's going on with me before, one, these roosters start, and two, so I can get to bed, because I don't want to get too hungry. But, um, so, <laughs> so, I, all right, how to put it? I off the streets. I off the streets. I, I, how to put it? No, I, all right, I off the streets, but. It's still kind of on the streets because if anything pop off, it's still for the shit, you know what I mean? But no, I don't have a man's nor nothing. I ain't got no husband nor nothing nor nothing like that. I just mean like, I was minding my business. I was truly minding my business. And the thing is, is like, I just tell myself, um, I told myself that I can stop looking. And I think I mentioned that here before that in terms of when I initiate um, interactions with men and stuff, it doesn't go very well. I don't know if it's because I'm too aggressive. I don't know if it's because it's too much. But I find that it was not leading to a very successful um, track record. So I said I can done with that, right? So it's my my business going right one day. And um, this fella, Gandy Van. And I've seen him before. I see my bus all the time. But this morning, he Gandy Van. And I usually sit on the front seat. But I sat on the back seat this day, this particular day. Because some... This girl was in the front seat, buddy, and she got like three minutes after. I was like, you could have just sit in the back. Anyway, so the point is, he spoke to me that morning on the van. He, he introduced himself, said, hi, my name is Josh, whatever. Um, damn, I try not to fucking... <laughs> I try not to fucking nail my pics on here. Anyway, so... That's why I gotta get to. That's why I gotta get an edit button for this shit. And the thing is, I probably could, but I'm so lazy. That's the next thing. I had a conversation with Alex too. That I have a voice recording of a conversation I have with Alex because I start. I actually started recording conversations that I be having. Like I had a heated conversation with my family about 
this whole GIS thing that happened in Barbados. And I promise, I promise to get to that next episode, but this episode is not a serious episode, so I don't want to get into anything too serious tonight. But anyway, so this new little pit that I'm talking to, right? He talked to, he messaged me, he messaged, he, yes, he talked to me for fine, he got my number and saying, he just seemed real sweet. And I told myself, again, we moving with men that seem interested in us and not necessarily us interested in them, right? So, talking to my little pet and saying, you know, and he's actually really sweet. He's very, very, very sweet. Um, Interestingly enough, I kind of not surprised, and I only realized this this week, I was like, I kind of not surprised that this kind of came my way. Because it's kind of something that I manifested for myself, you know what I mean? I told myself that this is something that I would like, this is something I would like to experience. Because like I told y'all, I would like to come off your streets. And like, when I say not be on the streets, I mean like, I don't want to not care about you niggas. I don't want to keep treating you niggas the way I treat you because I don't believe y'all have to be treated that way. But nobody was showing me a reason why I should not be treating you fucking niggas the way that I treat you. And here comes this nigga. Now, so far, he's done pretty okay. Still getting to know each other, you know what I mean? But I will say this. What I really like about our interaction is that, like, we practically really only interact, like, on the weekends. You know what I mean? Because um, both of us are really busy during the week. And he's the first person, kind of, in a way that, like, I'm able to <laughs> allow us to have a time. Because, remember, I came right here and I told y'all that I just want three days a week. But let me tell you, <laughs> I don't need, I can't handle two days with you, this thing. <laughs> hey, I can't handle two days with you, this thing, you know, I would die. I would die for you. <laughs> I would die. I would die for you. Nah, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> but, um, it's just, it's just a new interaction, you know what I mean? And it's my diary, so I still got to come out here and give it a little juice sometimes. Can't keep it boring all the time. But yeah, man, this one. So this is my last topic. I really can go. I really can go now. So it's so interesting that this this person came into my life, and I talk about this person this way because y'all remember a while, like probably two three episodes ago, um, we talked about just in terms of eating and how some men don't eat, and I tell myself I would never deal with a man that don't eat. Right? That's just very childish and thing. So. <laughs> So this one, right, this one, and this, this conversation came out on Twitter too recently. I saw a girl tweet and say, what if you get into a relationship with somebody and you find out how future relationship that they don't give head, right? No. I'm, I was highly disturbed, one, by some of the responses to what she tweeted because it was very interesting to see that with what she said, because what she said is that to find out that your partner does not give head. Uh, because of how this fucking society is, people forget that head we head is actually just holistically oral sex, right? So when men eat out a woman, that's still head. It's still head. Is Head is oral sex. I know men don't like to probably say that because they think a head has just getting heads from a woman, but... Heads, 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 oral sex. I don't think it's very specific to me. To me, it is not very specific to just um, stuck in a nigga's dick, right? So when she tweeted that, I was disturbed because when I saw some of the quotes, the very first quote that I saw was a nigga saying that's okay um, because he don't mind taking time or some shit like that that ain't nothing like bringing out a virgin. So I was like... <laughs> Quotes dead. I was done reading. I was going to be done fucking reading because I was like, that can make fucking sense. And it just made me feel uncomfortable because it was like, 
if I'm not comfortable doing something, why would you try to coerce me into doing it? You know what I mean? And so he kind of threw me off with that. I don't think he meant it that deep. And I think, and I really, again, I say this all the time. I just really fucking try with you niggas. So I was really trying to give him the space of just understanding that he probably meant, like, you know, it's nothing like bringing a girl, I guess, not out of her innocence, because that sounds weird as fuck to me too. But I just mean like her growing in her experience and becoming more comfortable. Because that's what it should be. Is It shouldn't be you taking innocence or it shouldn't be you bringing out a virgin. What the fuck is that? Sorry, statement, dog. It's essentially you making her comfortable enough that she feels like she could bring out her inner most sensual and sexual self with you, dog. Like, I know at the end of the day, it still might just be a fuck, but regardless, that's what I think it should be. And addressing it as just bringing out a virgin is weird to me. Anyway, so I found that interesting because then I even told myself, so does how would it sound to men if I had to say, because, okay, for example, the guy that I'm dealing with now, he does not eat, right? He does not eat. No, I don't want to out him like this, but it's mainly highly also because he's Jamaican, right? So... The fact that he's Jamaican, obviously, I don't know culturally, they don't really, like, do things. They don't do that. Some do, some don't. But I've only met and interacted. I've, I've met Jamaican people holistically, but to this, like, intimate level, I've only experienced two. This is my second Jamaican interaction. Had a little flick when I went to UB Games. <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. But the point is, <laughs> the point is, um he didn't eat either and this one doesn't so that's a question when we were talking and we were getting to know each other that's a question that I asked because I know that in Jamaican culture men don't eat and I know where I stood with that so I asked him about that you know and we talked about that so I was thinking about um this tweet that the girl said I was like suppose I said no and I like bringing out a virgin or trying to take his innocence and now I'm trying to because I'm like, if a girl doesn't says that she doesn't give head when you meet her, do you then watch her to convince her that she should because she might like it? So then it should be okay for me to convince him to try to eat me out because I think he would like it. You know what I mean? I think it just, it made me realize that a lot of people are very immature sometimes when it comes to sex because sex is very personal. Like, I find, I've spoken to many men who say not many i've spoken to some men who said that heads is actually not very important to them you know what i mean that they could go without it um i just be very fickle sometimes and i believe that because i know men really enjoy oral sex that's just why it's their condition to outside of what they like and don't personally like men have been conditioned to enjoy oral sex like that right so but I do believe that is possible. I'm not saying that it's not possible for a man to genuinely not want to have oral sex. Because there's some men out there who don't even let their wives give them oral sex because of their probably spiritual or personal beliefs, right? Which is the thing that I got into. I'm not going to get back into that, but we talked about that in that episode in terms of how I felt about you not wanting to eat me out. But because of how... Because so for him, it's very cultural. But there has some men that don't want to eat out because probably they think it's nasty because of period this country there, because blood this country there or whatever. But... You use your you use your penis to pee too, and I know you might not have blood coming out of your penis, but your penis could get equally as disgusting, and could have equally as disgusting things coming out of it, and what's not. If you don't shower properly, your shit could go very very left. So you know what I mean. I think it's is very equal for you to uh, be 
to think that I would not be comfortable doing that to you because if you're moving on principle, then it's the principle, right? Now, specific to my situation here, because I know I came, I said I would never deal with a man that don't eat because I enjoy it. Um, I spoke to him about this and I did say that I would prefer somebody who enjoys it to do it in comparison to somebody who doesn't enjoy it and is like trying. Because I've been in that position before with a guy who didn't eat just because he was a child. And he, no, he wasn't a literal child. I realized he was going to watch your fucking words there. He was not a literal child. I just meant he had a childish mentality. Okay, that also does not mean that he had any sort of mental illness, deformity, or anything whatsoever. I just meant that as a person, I feel like he could have just moved. His reasoning behind it was not very grown and of him. You know what I mean? It was not, it, it didn't, it wasn't a very good reason. He didn't even have a, reason, a fucking reason. You know what I mean? He just didn't do it. So I've been in that position and there was a, I, I would distinctly remember there was a particular time he like made a joke. We were about to have sex and he made a joke that he was like gonna go down to it and like, and started to laugh and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Because you're gonna kill the vibe. You're either gonna do it, enjoy it and make me come from it or you're not gonna do it at all. I think I'd be quite fine with you just being great at what you're good at <laughs> and just don't try think. No, you see, it's different if him and I know interact for a long-term time and he wants to try and because you know no he's interested that wasn't the case with that other fucking idiot i'm telling you that was not the fucking case it was it's a different situation now going back to making somebody comfortable enough to bring out their innermost sensual and sexual self with you if no he comes to a point <clears throat> hmm. i really sit on here and get desert throat for y'all because i love you so if as a guy now, he decides now that our relationship that might come to exist, because it's not a relationship right now, that might come to exist would then possibly grow into a space now where he wants to do that because now it's grown to a different level of intimacy and he wants to explore that side of himself outside of that cultural conflict, I guess. And this is all just hypothetical, right? Then that's different. But I told him I prefer you to just be good at what you can do and don't come around me like if I'm the tester in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like don't, that's not necessary. It's, it's cool if, for me, I, no, I think it's because, hey, let me tell y'all a secret, hey, and I can come real close to the phone to tell y'all this. This nigga would give me six rounds back to if I had to ask and if I didn't tap out, this niggas made me tap out a lot, right? <laughs> niggas made me tap me fuck out. Anyway, I say all that to say, I ain't gonna be the fucking idiot that can trade six rounds for a nigga that can just come and eat me out for two minutes and then disappear. Can't even put down one fucking round. You understand where I'm coming from? You understand what six rounds? I, I counted. I counted. <laughs> counted and like okay so sometimes it will go obviously throughout the night into the morning but bitch hey this nigga do not need to eat he's quite fine doing everything else that he does i'm not gonna go off on y'all right now but that's what i'm telling you so that's why i say it comes back now to something very personal because sex is just different between everybody and it's really it's really what you personally want and i really just hope that if a woman expresses to you that she is not comfortable right now giving head or whatever that doesn't mean that outside of that the sex would be bad you know what i mean um that's just not what it's centered around and i hope that some that women will see that some men are probably just immature with that because 
I do believe that a real genuine man, like a man man that's comfortable in himself and everything, like that might not even be a biggie for him. No, you got they got some fuck up. I used to know as a woman because even when he told me um that he doesn't eat, I say, you know, then I always try to um bargain me, give a head, right? To see how serious they are about it. I always be like well, that just means that I won't give heads since we not giving heads all together. You know what I mean? And his response, which sometimes I find his usual response is that that's okay. You know, I don't need it because sometimes I think niggas think they could encourage you to um do it. And you see, that's where it's get a little shaky for me, right? Because that's weird. That's some rapey vibes. So for me, that's why I come into saying no as a woman. For me, even he said that. He was like, you know, it's not necessary for him. That's fine. And when it came to that point for us, now, I personally know that I I wasn't going to hold to that. You know, I knew that I wasn't going to hold to that. And I told him that even before we came off the phone, I said, you know, I said, I when I said, um, in terms of not giving my head because head's not the issue, um, I made it clear that I was just joking and because it's something that I actually enjoy. So I wouldn't hold it to bargain. Just To me, that's spiteful. Like, I actually enjoy it. So I don't do it to receive, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. So it's it's just a part of what we do. So yeah, um, that's that's where my life is at right now. Definitely needs to get edit button because I do believe that at some point in time, sometimes I might listen back to my episodes and be like, probably should not have said that. <laughs> but you know, I think that's probably what comes with the the no. I think I think um, I'm glad that the listeners don't get that. Like, y'all are literally getting the real unfiltered shit because I do believe that as I grow and as the podcast grows, because you see, it happened with the Joe Biden podcast too. As they grew and as it naturally just started to grow, there are certain things that you just kind of had to filter because of the new spaces that you were in. So it's not necessarily becoming fake or it's not necessarily changing. It's just growing and understanding that now you're in a different space. I currently do my podcast from in uh, from my bedroom and on my yoga mat smoking a spliff with my phone on a stand you understand on my phone if i had to get um some sort of fucking endorsement no that's gonna give me and i guess this is where you have to be careful as well because you got to figure out how much you'll be willing you're willing to be sold for um if you're be, if you're willing to be sold at all but the example i was going to give is like if a, a let's say a genuine company had to come to me interested in what i do they have no problem with me smoking or whatever they love the content they love the raw unfiltered and they're willing to give me like a whole set of equipment a microphone willing to edit my sound to make it more crisp and clear you know what i mean suppose they're willing to support me in that and the only thing that they have is saying okay Maybe you got to cut down on the cursing. Let's try to curse like 50% less. Y'all don't fucking think I'm going to try to do that? The fuck? <laughs> I know that it might seem difficult now because I curse, but y'all don't think I'm going to try to compromise on that 50% less cursing if these niggas are supplying me with that shit. You understand? So <laughs> I am glad that my listeners now get this raw, real, unfiltered, nobody. Because I think... That kind of like that kind of that kind of happened to the Joe Biden podcast too. Like I was saying, like just as they grew into different spaces, certain things just came, and there's a certain beauty in being unknown and being not famous and not having all the endorsements and not having all these things that you have to protect in your speech. I don't want fuck to protect. Eh? I ain't got nothing. Like there ain't nobody pushing money in this shit, but Ross saw me. 
So why I come out here to say could choose to say they're not embarrassed them, they're no embarrassment that can come to nobody but me. You understand where I'm coming from? It's just me. And I every day as I want the podcast to grow and I did feel I actually felt bad about it taking a month this time because I did build a momentum in having at least two podcasts a month and I do want to keep that. Like I really do want to keep that consistency at least because I do understand my podcast, the type and the essence. And if you've been listening for a long time, you will get that it's really not that kind of podcast that you have that you will get to sit on and listen to like that every day. You know what I mean? It's not a daily podcast. It's not a a podcast where we keep up with current events because I'm not that type of person. So this is not that type of podcast, right? But essentially, it's just as it as it grows. I I really do appreciate my unknowingness right now. I am so, I'm genuinely comfortable right now in my annoyingness and just doing this shit for my bare and saying whatever the fuck I want to say, right? And I'm grateful for that. Um, I still don't have a name. <laughs> that was so ghetto. That was so ghetto. I also talking hard as fuck. I mean, they were probably saying I going off. That little smart day was so ghetto, eh? And I didn't even know where it come from. 56 minutes. I... I, t- I tell y'all, I tell myself, I know I want to talk. I talk about I didn't want to do the podcast. I know I want to sit on here and talk, you know. It's so crazy. Anyway, it's 1, again, it's one thirty. I feel better about the timing because you hear y'all only hear the roosters twice. I started that they had to pop in at all. But um, one thirty, feeling good about that, wrapping it up. Great. Loving to be back here. Y'all know I always love to be back here. I want to get to bed before I get hungry too, right? But anyway, uh, stay great, guys. Stay safe if you're in Barbados right now in terms of the ash and everything. It don't make sense. Well, don't let me say it don't make sense cleaning because I sweep off the patio today. And um, it's, I think it's smart to do it as it layers, you know what I mean? So it's not as much. It don't accumulate to as much. But just stay safe out there, man. Prayers and absolute thoughts to the people in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. I, I really hope that the neighboring islands can do as much as they can for you guys because I'm so sorry that you even have to be going through this, right? So my prayers and thoughts are for you and I really do believe that you're going to get through this. You're a very strong country. So yeah, um, I don't have any more shoutouts. Y'all know that I'm going to hit the so yeah like four times that we are definitely on the go-go. But love being here, guys. I really and truly don't know when that's going to be here. <laughs> that's, that's God honest truth. Um, <clears throat> I don't I don't have work tomorrow, but... <laughs> I'll be getting cuddles tomorrow. I'll spend the whole day watching TV getting cuddles tomorrow. And um, <laughs> we'll see how the rest of my week goes. But it's just cooler, man. I really just good. Um, this is a little disappointing to happen in terms of the two days of work because I was just catching back on paying off all my rent for February. Y'all know I wasn't working for the entire month of February, but I still had to pay fucking rent. So I was so, I'm literally so close, almost just like two weeks away from completing that. And here we are now, today's all work, you know. So I'm just trying to manage that. But holistically, I'm really genuinely doing okay, right? Um, Work has been okay. Everything's just been okay. I'm really, like, there's nothing spectacular going on in my life. That's why sometimes I struggle. There's nothing spectacular right now. And it's, it's, it's fine for me to sometimes want to come and talk about here, to come out here and talk about my, um, what's it's called on my two-week romances. <laughs> like 30 day 90 day fiance i just really be having two week fucking romances that eh? but anyway also if y'all heard that that's been my toes cracking i'm so sorry but um it's not all the time i just want to come and rant about my two week romances either because this this still has a purpose and the purpose is not always to to just spew that and rant about that you know what i mean but i really have nothing right now that i want to focus on i think you could look definitely look for that in the next episode 
because I want to get back to that. So I'm really going to look for something that I've genuinely worked on. Like, again, back to the functioning addict episode or back to the science episode, you know what I mean? Just something that has been working for me or something that I've been doing or something just more back to that extent for a minute to just help all of us to continue to grow and get back into that center. Right. Definitely that's going to be the next vibe for the next episode because I do like to keep it still a little serious I hate that, and this is why this fuck with him, you know. But Joe does really say some good things. He says shit's. He's always says something like, "Um, shit's not funny if you never get serious or something like that." Because at some point, sometimes you just gotta get serious. You do have to get serious. But anyway, sending love out to each and every single one of you. Back at it again with the desert throat. But yeah, peace, love, guidance. I always.